<laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to the HMG Rampage Uncaged Show right here on ChannelAttitude.com via Hameen Media Group. I am your host Jimmy T and my co-host, I mean I don't even need to, need to introduce these guys, Chris Ams, welcome back to Rampage Uncaged and what's the haps? Thank you, thank you. Yes, it's Christopher Rams, A-M-B-S, like <clears throat> lambs with no L or bullshit first thing in the morning. Don't worry, everybody. If you ever forget how to spell my last name, I'll just remind you at the beginning of every show. Not a whole lot haps right now, man. I am just <laughs> sitting here with my diet Dr. Pepper and uh, uh. Getting, ready to, getting ready to record a wonderful conversation with you two guys, which will be my, um, let's see, this week, uh, it'll be one of my three shows on HMG and next week I'll have four so <laughs> all I need awesome. is a couple more and I'm and I'm catching up to vet so oh there you go man tell them I mean what's you gonna be on another show advertiser bro you got to tell them where where you're gonna be yes well I'm going to be on the impact attack this week with Brandon uh, uh. he sent me an invite today and asked me if I could do it on a Monday night which I told him I could so well, it's just doing that. Too. No vet. Just us two. Apparently, vet can't make it. But don't you worry, everybody. I have told Brandon that he needs to be extra brilliant to make up for the <laughs> fact that vet is gone. So, no, I'm just kidding. The pressure. Yeah, we're gonna have the pressure. Time. Well, yeah, I have bad news for you, and that is that you might have to be doing an all-in prediction show and an all-in recap show as well. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, well, that's a there's a bunch of stuff. So that'll be oh, that's four, five, six. So yeah, I mean, hey, one more, and I'll I'll catch up to vet. That's good. So if if there's anybody who runs an, an HMG or Channel Attitude show who's listening right now, and you you need a co-host, or even don't but want to do me a favor so that I can brag and say that I've done something that vet's done, go ahead and invite me. <laughs> Absolutely, and as you just heard, it is the voice of evil. He is Dr. Jeff Lippman. Welcome back to Rampage Uncaged. And what's the haps with you, man? Dude, I thought we stopped covering Ring of Honor. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it gets worse, actually, to, you know, when we cover something else tomorrow that's on tonight. I don't know if you boys have seen the card for Collision. Oh, Looks I better mean, than it was for, for Rampage. Yeah, I, well, I, that's I don't true. think anyone cares about the card for collision i uh, i think everyone wants to see what what's mullet gonna have to say and how's he gonna look <laughs> i mean why are we getting ring of honor all over collision i mean we've got dalton castle samoa joe's an exception but still he's ring of honor anyway like because they tape ring of honor before and after collision so now they're they're, they're consolidating their jobbers and they're paying less local enhancement talent local talent and flying in less people because they're already flying in a whole other roster. So, I mean, it's it's cost consolidation probably nets more, but nets less than renting uh, full sales studios for whatever, two or three days in a row, taping 12 hours a day. Anyway, I don't know. But that's why you're getting them is because Ring of Honor takes place both before and after your collision show, if you are in the live audience. Right, that's true. Well, whatever, it is what it is. Um, so I'm just praying that we get a decent show still. And it doesn't look like you see him, Punk, even going to be on. Does anyone know? <laughs> I don't know. He wasn't advertised for it, but right. I mean, we'll, we'll see. And listen, I, I, I'm going to say this because I, I do think that, uh, 
you know, we need to be fair about what we're covering. And I think that I can proudly say that, like, at least the three of us have done a pretty good job of being fair about what we're covering. If it's good, we say it's good. If it's crap, we say it's crap. Um, but I want to go ahead and say that, like, even if it's the same talent that we've that we've recently seen as signed by Ring of Honor, if they're being booked by the same people who are booking Collision, I have nothing but high hopes for them, and I think there's a possibility that at least some of those talent could get over because I don't think that it's a talent problem. I think it's a booking problem. I think if right. you had a proper booker, you could quite easily get Gates of Agony over. Those are big dudes. They look like they'd kick your ass. They both work well. Like they're not they're not clumsy or you know meatheaded. They're both guys who can actually work. I think that Dalton Castle's a person who, if you gave him consistent booking, you could get him over, not as a world champion level, but as a you know decent mid-card kind of comedy, but you can take him sort of serious type of act. I think there's lots of people who have the Ring of Honor label who, if they're booked well, could actually get over. So we'll see if, if it's a hybrid of Ring of Honor talent, but they're still getting somebody to book like they have been on Collision. I actually think they might be able to do something good. Well, we know well, that you're correct because some of the Ring of Honor talent that's gotten over would include Adam Cole, the Young Bucks, <laughs> Kenny Omega, Brody King. I mean, Danhausen, just just to name a few. So yeah, no, Ring of Honor is actually has historically has an excellent training ground for talent. Claudio, <laughs> Brian Danielson, or Daniel CM Bryan, whichever, CM Punk. And by the Soul way, Tantra, I, I absolutely think CM Punk will make an appearance on tonight's show. And I think it'll be in the context of whatever Ricky Starks is saying. And I think Ricky Starks may announce that his manager's license, that he that his first client is Samoa Joe, and that, that's how I'll tie that all, and how he gets himself to England. Um, God, do we need a mouthpiece for it's not his mouthpiece. It's just a it's just a temporary gimmick to transition uh, one feud into another, the one that's supposed to be the primetime feud on on collision. Which by the way, Samoa Joe is great, but he's he's not thirty. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's very true. He's not well, even forty. <clears throat> right. Well, hang on, how old is he? I'm I'm pretty sure he's Roger? no, he's older than forty, right? I think he's, he's forty three or forty four. Right, right. I think sure. I think he's I think he's the same age as CM Punk. I think they're I think him and Brian Danielson, CM Punk, and Samoa Joe all are like the same exact age. So that's forty four. I think I they think might be between forty three and forty four, something like that. Wow, time flies, man. It's weird actually calling them sort of you know old vets now. I mean, shit, I feel weird turning forty. So <laughs> it's yep, just because you're an old man, man Jim. I'm not. I'm in denial, Chris. <laughs> I'm in denial. Look, 40 is the, la is the new 30, by the way. And it's the last sort of decade where... <coughs> Excuse me, shit. I started choking. I know, I'm sounding 40. It's the last... Yeah. 40's not even old, guys! Oh, fuck it. I was going to say... <laughs> Wheel me over my oxygen tank! Uh, oh, so God damn it. You've got me there. You can't get up. <laughs> anyway, you guys are characters and you've got me right there beautifully. But um, anyway, now, can I just say, uh, look, let's get into this first match between sure. Phoenix and Commander. 
Now, you're a fan, Jeff, of, of Jim Valley, right? Less every day. No, no. I, I like and respect Jim Valley. And listen, I can appreciate somebody who tries to take a positive spin on everything. I really can. I just can't take him seriously when he's positioned himself as a wrestling journalist, part of the wrestling media, and a wrestling critic if you if you love everything. If you if you are Amy Nemedy and you have a site called Wrestling Joy, yes, you should be positive about everything. If you're if your entire brand is to love everything about wrestling, if you're Denise Salcedo and that's your brand, oh, fine. Don't. But if you're Jim Valley and you're in your forties and you know about the wrestling business and you know how shitty it is and you know how stupid Tony Khan is and you know how bad a businessman he is and you know it because you you every little not just supposition you've heard everything and you're still pretending that everything is beautiful unicorns and lollipops it, it <laughs> you, you're just you're just either being disingenuous or you're fooling yourself. And I, I, I can't get behind that. But where were you going with me and one of my you know, unrequited Twitter feeds? <laughs> well, I was actually discussing. Because I have a, I, I'm really trying to be a Sarah Eisgard is completely no selling me as Chris can bear witness to. It's true. Oh, yeah. well. it's, it's it's sad. I, I he, he keeps saying, like, please talk to me more about the things that have evolved into crabs. But she right. just refuses. I don't know why either. It's a, it's a fascinating subject. She's you know, multiple multiple different creatures have basically turned into crabs which must mean that there's something very very you know natural and very powerful about the you know the form that is crabs since multiple different creatures have evolved into crabs yeah and she mentions uh, it all uh, the time on the dispatch which by the way her boss didn't Nelson no sell me but he actually sold me but he actually tried to delegate me to the rest of the world about but and that's Jonah Goldberg on Battlestar Galactica, but I thought I had a better chance with Sam. I mean, she's 37 weeks pregnant. She doesn't have that much better to do right now. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, boys, well, where I was going with Jim Valley is, oh, yeah. first you, of all... You, I forgot you were here. <laughs> I know. Shit, so did I. But um, <laughs> anyway, um, he basically put over this Commander Ray Phoenix match like it was the best thing since sliced bread. I mean, he absolutely loved this fucking match. And yeah, I'm laughing because Jim, like you said, Jeff, you should know fucking better, man. You've been around the business for how long now? You're one of the names of the dirty sheets, more particular, or particularly, you know, Melter's dirty sheets and Keller's for that matter. And he says, I told you this match was going to be a banger and like it was going to be great. So I replied to him, actually. He said this on Twitter. So I said, you can't be serious, Jim. Right. And then he responds to me saying, what didn't you like about the match? And, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, he goes, did you even see it? I go, yeah, I did see it. And first of all, it was a lot of quail sitting. Let's be honest. There was. I mean, spot fest after spot. I mean, it was spot after spot after spot. Not to mention how overbooked this match was. Just like most AEW matches are. And he never responded. No selling. And, and of all the... It, I mean, I know that every other AEW match has to have a dra Japanese strong style trade blows in the middle of the ring. But the new thing is start on your knees and work your way up to your leg, you know, to your feet. Doing, but Commander's blows were among the worst I've seen from a male professional wrestler in the last year. <sighs> Chris. What's Man, and you know, it bothers me. People keep going, oh, this is Lucha. This is just what Lucha wrestling uh... is. No, it's not. 
if you fucking did this in a CMLL in the temple, they'd fucking kick Fine. you out. They Fine. would seriously be would like, they? just get the fuck out. No, You're honestly, right. man, like, watch some actual CMLL. The strikes look like they're fucking connecting, at least. You can hear the slaps in the arena. Like, and right. I know that's like people slapping their legs and stuff, but they fucking hit each other in CMLL. They, they don't do this. This is like some kind of like uber Americanized version of it. And I mean, even <laughs> Phoenix, like where he came from, should be ashamed of the way he's working. Should absolutely I mean, be ashamed backwards. of the way he's working. Yeah. He's regressed, Chris. Well, a couple things. If Lucha oh, was so popular, yeah. there be there would have been a successful Lucha show in in North American wrestling north of the Rio Grande River long before now. Um, and if Lucha was so successful, it would both of the Mexican promotions wouldn't be teetering on bankruptcy at at hmm. at all times during my adult life. Um, Correcto. <laughs> so the other thing is. This was more like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangerization <laughs> of, of Lucha. I mean, there's a difference when you see Bloodsport and you see Power Rangers. They're both martial arts-based simulated violence, but one looks like it's happening, the other doesn't. And and Commander mm -hmm. versus Phoenix, especially Commander, because I've seen Phoenix have real matches, but he's he's definitely he's definitely a full-time resident of No Cell City. And <laughs> You know, and and that's what this was. This was no cell city, no psychology. You know, if you want a spot fest, if I went to an indie show and saw this, I'd feel like I got my fifteen dollars worth. But this was this served no forwarding of any wrestling story that I'm aware of on AEW. It did nothing to forward a story on All In or All Out. As far as I know, Alex, Alexandra Apprehendes represents them both. So I think he was, he hypes, he's both of their hype men, which was very confusing because apparently he's with almost all of the mass luchadors and it just wasn't a good, I mean, there were a couple of good moves that should have ended the match and they didn't, which makes it a bad match. You're right. But Jim Valley thinks otherwise and whatever. I mean, each to their own. I mean, he's he might have judged. For, for every Jim Valley that the people have heard of, there's 64,000 regular people who liked it too but then there's 640,000 people who well actually there weren't 640,000 the, <laughs> the, the projections looks like it's not going to break 400,000 again two weeks in a row um two percent so, down apparently from last week and last week did not was under 400,000 yeah <sighs> it's a rampage indeed the show deserves it though i mean this show absolutely deserves it my name for the week pretty much spells out exactly what I feel about it. This show gets worse every week, and it actually does. Like, it actually gets less important every single week. Every single week, less and less of what happens on this show even carries over on into the rest of it. It's just, I mean, it's just, and yeah. That's what I mean, it is, Chris. That's exactly what it is. It's a show that has a lot of the main names on there, but it just, it goes nowhere. Like it's seemingly has no function. I mean, listen, right. I did not like the parking lot fight. Some people did, some people did. We're three of the people who didn't, but a lot of people did. But was it part of an AEW storyline? Yes. Is it yeah. still? Yes. The the Rampage Royal or Royal Rampage, 
uh, was that is that part of an AEW storyline? Yes, it is. And you know what? People tuned in for that. But when you just have a randomized show where all the matches are random, you don't know what they're about, and none of them have any importance. The only match that you could argue had anything to do with a, a semi-important AEW storyline was the women's match, at, at which was the main event. Of course, ten forty-five to eleven is is hardly main event territory, but okay. Um, the the rest of the matches, I mean, I, we got vignettes from people that. And, and and these are, I know one of them a little bit personally and likes them. I, I, I want them to do better. I just don't under, why are we getting new and more people on AEW? It's like, it's already over cluttered as it is. It makes no sense. It doesn't. And uh, Labrat says in the chat, this was a Cirque de Soleil performance. Then he'd, <laughs> then he'd Mason Ryan. <laughs> you, you know what happened to Cirque why? de Soleil? Bankruptcy. <laughs> that's where scripts came from Cirque du Soleil Cirque du Soleil filed bankruptcy true that's actually true I know it's true well, well it's funny because um, stop me when I'm telling lies stop me when I'm sorry folks man Jesus Christ only because I just I heard that again in my head stop me when I'm telling lies that's a good one Jeff I'll give you that that's actually quite good um, anyway, uh, Phoenix does get the win. I'm not even going to bother going through this match. It was a whole bunch of spots. Running the ropes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Tell me, about it. tell me about it. But the point is, it was a spot fest. Check the Snake Roberts sound healthier than you. Now he sounds like this, Jeff. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me today. Yeah, I'm kind of coughing up a furball. But anyway. Commander loses. <laughs> Commander, come on, Jeff, don't throw me off. You Commander just loses to me Phoenix. Off. God damn it! Where was I? Phoenix wins. All right, we have to put in a new rule: that. no more smoking weed while you're recording, Jimmy. <laughs> and stop with what the extreme D because it apparently causes you to cough up furballs. <laughs> Where is extreme D? I mean, you tell it's us. Gone in my yeah. Apparently, you've shit. eaten them. Her. <laughs> them. them. Oh, could be them. Well, sure. anyway, we don't want to go to extreme D, do we? I mean, let's be honest. Like but uh, <laughs> extreme chicken. <laughs> but Phoenix defeats Commander Salamander, whatever you want to call him, a commander of anything. I like Commander and... Salamander. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm the commander of Salamander. That's what mm -hmm. Commander is. And you are spelled Commander wrong, including the double M and K. It's, it's like that for a reason. But anyway, it is what it is. Um, so next, we get Britt Baker's interviewed backstage by Renee Paquette as she plans to win the AEW Women's World Championship at All In. Do you guys uh, even give a shit? I do give a shit, but this is the exact <laughs> same promo, word for word, that she gave last time. The same thing that I'm going to go in and win and uh, and bask in my go something when 80,000 fans sc scream with, chat along with me, Dr. Britt Baker, D-M-D. It's so uninspired. You already, I mean, listen, she's not winning the title here. Everyone knows Soraya is going to win it um, or strongly suspects, but obviously someone who can't come up with a second promo isn't going to win it. But more importantly, don't give someone TV who hasn't come up with a second promo. I mean, at least say what she's talking about, how how she respects us. She, she could have come up with something very easy. I fought against Sheeta and I fought with Sheeta. I respect Soraya, but I don't like Soraya. 
I have fought with Tony Storm and I fought against Tony Storm and I can beat them all and I have beat them all. Come next week in front of the biggest crowd in professional wrestling history, everyone's going to see me raise my hand with that title and they're going to chant once again the your AEW Women's Champion, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. That's a, it. It's not hard. I'm not a wrestler. I'm not a female wrestler. I don't need to cut promos. But I, like, I know better than to say the same promo two weeks in a row. Chris, do you agree? Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty simple. Like, what this company honestly needs more than maybe anything else is just a little bit, like, a little bit of editing. Just somebody backstage to say, okay, so you're going to cut your promo. What are you planning on saying, Britt? Britt tells me. I go, okay, how is that different from what you said last week? Uh, change it just a little bit, Britt. Get back to me. All right. Who's next? What are we doing? Right? Like, it doesn't take a lot to do that. But you do have to have just a little bit of attention to detail and just a little bit of attention to editing, right? What's your finish for the match? You're doing a double. You're do, so you're doing the double submission spot. Okay. What's your What's your finish for the match? Well, no, you can't do the double submission spot. They're doing the double submission spot. Do something else. Like mm -hmm. that's it. It does not take. It does not take a million years. It does not take. You know, 18 people with a you know with a full schedule to do it. It just takes a couple of people having some having some attention to detail and just make sure the show is crisp. That's all I need from a wrestling show. Just make it make sense. Make sure everything is crisp and everything is edited just a tiny little bit. That's it. Spot on, guys. Both of you. That was great stuff. And I I couldn't have put it better myself. I agree. Call Hardy. So. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Again, I just don't understand where this show really sits amongst the, you know, the world of AEW. Because, okay, the main event had something to do with storyline leading into All In, right? But generally speaking, it leads to nowhere usually week in, week out, except for some of the things that you pointed out, Jeff. Yeah, I mean... The main event was related to storyline, but it didn't do anything to further. It wasn't anything new. Right. Either. I mean, at least if you're going to put things that haven't been on Dynamite or in Collision on it, like start a story that we know that we're supposed to be following going forward. I mean, if it's just random, randomized matches, I don't know if that's the word I want to use. I mean, random, but, you know, random matches that you know are random and aren't going to lead to anything. What's what? I mean, what, like, ha has there been some interplay between phoenix and commander in the past six months where they've been trying to go I, anything you can do i can do better student versus teacher like bill if you want to have this as your exhibition lucha spot fest match of the year at least set it up for some time and tell us why so that when it comes on tv you know you have nothing to do okay put commander and phoenix on we can finish the story we're going to put it on tv because it's not a pay-per-view match or we don't want to put it on zero that do mm. it's they have all the time in the world to to do this. They have the kindest fan base in the world to the product. So I I I, I don't understand it other than they don't know better and nobody's telling them that they need to know better that they listen to. Chris, any final thoughts about this? No, I mean I, it's the same thing we've been saying about AEW as you know as a company since basically day one. They need somebody backstage, but like. They probably need a couple people backstage who have been given the authority, who Tony Khan has stood up in front of the locker room and said, this guy, this guy, and this guy, you all need to listen to them. They're my generals. They're helping me 
make sure of what's happening in the show next week that we're all together and that we're all moving forward together as a company and that everybody's going to be able to get over, you know, maybe not all at once, but everybody's going to be able to get over eventually because these three guys are going to implement the vision and we're going to move forward as a company. Instead, it feels very much like every week, you know, before the show, it's, hey, guys, hi, 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 guys, hi, guys, hi, 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 guys, hi. Okay, everybody have fun. Bye, guys. Bye. It's so dumb. It's so stupid, right? I mean, anyway, yeah, no, you're spot on, Chris. But uh, what can you say? This company is something else. And what's even worse is your Dave Meltzer's. Did, did anyone catch what he said on Twitter today? Tell us. Well, I will. Get this, right? Someone asked him on Twitter why doesn't WWE run more shows at Wembley if yeah. it's that easy, right? Wait, wait, wait. This is what, what someone asked him. And guess what his response was? And I quote. And I quote. Because they don't believe they can. Nobody turns away a guaranteed 50,000 ticket show, let alone 80,000. Really? Okay. I mean, that, that, that's a silly answer because they know. The, because they, they don't really? think they can. I mean, they know they can. And they certainly oh, know yes, they, they can. can. I mean... They're all but set for WrestleMania there in, in within two or three years. Otherwise, they wouldn't have had John Cena talking in, in front of the entire world. So, I, I told I, you I think that was smoke. But, yeah, they're teasing, definitely. Yeah, it might have been lobbying. It might have been lobbying. But I don't that, – that, that's a bold lobby. I guess the, the downfall is no big deal because no one will remember it, But um, except for us. Um, yeah. But anyway uh, – it's, it's silly. I mean, uh, sure they can. I mean, but the last time they went to Wembley and they did fill it up and they barely broke even. Like, but, you know, AEW is not run as a business, so it doesn't matter. And until I see 83,000 people in that stand and 83,000 people where more than half them look like they're at all interested in the card as opposed to they were paid to be there or that, that they were or that they released like all the children's hospitals in the world <laughs> and then sent them in there or something. That, that you know, people. The I, I just don't. Be, I believe that the first forty-five thousand tickets were bought by different versions of Tony Khan, like speed dial versions of, of internet bots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were All bought interested. by. They were bought by by Coney Tan <laughs> and Cody Mann. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh. you, you, you both sound like. When I we used to watch Bernie Mac when I was married and my child was like one and a half years old, and so we were watching Bernie Mac, and and he pointed at the TV, go Bernie Mac, yeah Bernie Mac, I'm like that's right, it's Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac. You guys sound like that. Uh, I'm gonna just, continue. Jeff just sunned us on on on, on our show. Hey, oh, when God. I walked to school up the mountain. <laughs> No. Somehow the old joking. man has better has better lungs than Jimmy. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but well, yeah, I don't know what's going on either. I was but... <laughs> anyway, um, did I mention Johnny TV congratulates QT Marshall on winning championships in Mexico? You didn't. I'm glad oh, you mentioned it. Who cares? 
<laughs> wow. Exactly right. So Q, so QT Marshall gets TV time without even actually being on TV about a title no one ever heard of until recently about a promotion that's not AEW. So we know that he's going to defend this title on AEW. So we're getting so we're threatened with more QT Marshall TV time. But it's not even the stuff that he's been doing that's at least sometimes entertaining, sometimes worth watching, which is QTV and Johnny TV, who's been doing these video segments, which he keep getting shorter and clipped. And, and faster, but have somehow been entertaining, but weird. This one was just weird and not entertaining. So, I mean, have they already forgotten how to make QTV even a little bit funny? Uh, so th 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 this, this was a weird and, and I mean, it, it felt like, I mean, at least the triple A title is related to Commander and Phoenix. Beyond that, I have no idea what the fuck it had to do with any. I mean, are they still trying to tell us that QT Marshall is a wrestler and that we should take him seriously? Like four years into this experiment, are we supposed to believe that? <laughs> I have no idea. And what belt did he win in triple or triple? Uh, Chris, do you know? Uh, 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 uh. I know it's the Latin American Championship. The what? <laughs> The Latin American champion. A guy named QT Marshall has won the Latin American championship. Is that, is that the G? The, yeah, that's the, the name of the title. Wow. Yeah, that's the name of the title. <laughs> Chris, what the hell, bro? I, bro, I don't know. Hashtag no more belts. And, like, if you're already – like, you're AEW, okay? You already have, like, a working relationship with – ring of honor because they're owned by the same guy who's own who, who owns you but they can't get tv time so sometimes they're on your tv so that they can get a little bit of exposure to try to recuperate some of the apparent 20 million dollars that the guy paid for the company um you've got belts all over the goddamn television show then you have a working relationship with new japan that actually might get you I don't know, like a hundred thousand more viewers than you than it would normally. Cool. Um, might get you a hundred thousand more viewers than it normally would because you know people want to see what's going on with New Japan and they want to see the New Japan talent. So okay, every once in a while you've got one of those guys on there with their belts. So you've got belts from three different companies constantly on your television, constantly coming through, constantly being mentioned, constantly being talked about. Now we're meant to also you know look at. The tripla uh, uh, belts as if they're an actual thing. Like, no, no. The reason why championships mean something is because they're rare. Okay. The reason why we care that Michael Jordan won six championships is because Reggie Miller never won a single one. Okay. That's what makes championships special. They're rarity. Yeah. And it gets well worse. Yes, in, embedded in New Japan Pro Wrestling is also the New J Japan Strong titles and the Stardom titles. And embedded in AEW, you also have the fake and phony FTW title, uh, and you, which has storylines around it. We and might the real have, world and, championship. And the, the Leatherface championship. I was just going to say we might have that one. <laughs> and we there are there seems to be anywhere from two to four Owen Hart memorial foundation title somewhere <laughs> uh -huh. yeah well well like labrat said plus you you got a belt made for a movie video game belt well that's it i just said that labrat but thank you yeah definitely um well anyway whatever it is what it is let's just move on because we can just that's... continue to scratch our heads but before we move on i don't know if you guys have heard some news 
that broke a bit earlier. But apparently, there's a potential return to pay-per-view for WWE, apparently. That's what the dirty sheets are saying. Well, do tell, because I was actually outside this afternoon. Believe me, I'm more surprised than you are. Chris, have you heard anything about it? I haven't heard anything about it. Are they are they going back to the pay per view model? And they're no, well, this is the rumor. Of... This is only speculation, so I'm just saying. But apparently, cage side seats broke earlier. Well, not broke, but wrote where there's smoke, there's fire, and right now there are some smoke signals out of Stanford, Connecticut, that suggest WWE will eventually return its premium live events to pay per view. The first time came from CEO Nick Khan this past spring, and now we're hearing it again as ESPN says it's open to a deal with WWE, especially for pay-per-view. Uh, that's quite interesting, actually. Uh, Jeff, what do you think? They're on Peacock. I, I fully expect that to be a, a possibility, but this sounds to me like a negotiating tactic. Well, ESPN did come out and say they would love to have WWE on board. And, now, sure and I assume would. it'll be on ESPN Plus, obviously, because I, that's the pay-per-view network I, of ESPN. Whatever it is, I think it's good to have any company that's owned by the mouse that, that's interested in you. But I, I but I think it's much more likely that SmackDown gets moved. And I, I think the relationship with Comcast Universal and WWE is too long, too solid, and too important for both brands to do it. And if and if Comcast Universal wants to sweeten it up, they can give WWE some time to simulcast on both Peacock and regular NBC, like WrestleMania, things like that, and everybody wins. Um, but could it be? I mean, sh sure it could be. I just don't see why you take the model where you've made the most money in your history, and there's more pay-per-views now that are competing against you, that why you would go backwards and risk and put more pressure on yourself because now you have to kill it on the shows and not everyone reacts well to pressure i don't know i i'm gonna i'm just gonna file it on the, eh, that's interesting but but i don't really see any need to talk about it further yeah Chris, wait anything to say no wait, wait and see, see. I, right now like the thing is is when you say oh cage side seats is rip i don't give a shit as soon as you say as soon as you mention some fucking Mark website is is reporting something. I just go okay. I'll I'll wait until I hear it from someone reputable. And in the world of professional wrestling, there are about three of them. So you know, other than well, that, well, ESPN did actually come out and say that they would love to have that WWE they would love to have WWE on. Sure, yeah. So would I. So would the PWC. By the way, can we can we release a statement? It says that the PWC would love to have the WWE stream all of its all of its uh, you know podcasts from our from our uh, our like come on like we know ESPN wants to have them on if it means that ESPN can make a bunch of money off of them so does every other network if they believe they can get a good enough deal that they can make money off of them right Warner Brothers Discovery said they would they would love to have WWE programming on it that's by the way that's not news either it's exactly as, as Chris said listen when somebody on sports center reports it that our parent company is in talks with WWE about airing WWE content then let's pay some more then there's smoke then there's smoke yeah like Cage until seats, then no disrespect to cage roadside seats but I, I don't I, I i mean in the world of wrestling journalists they're all pretty bad but they're they're not in the the there i mean fightful is the best of the worst and you know i'm not yeah. giving any attention lessons from fightful or forbes 
You know who I've never, you know who I've never seen uh, report something that wasn't correct was William Alcia. That that is that hmm. is the most like legitimate person that I know in wrestling journalism, and he would laugh if you called him a wrestling journalist because literally all he does is he waits for somebody else to guarantee that the news he's about to put out is true, and then he puts out the news. Okay, that's how Will does it. That's how you're supposed to do it unless you actually have a source that tells you something and you can confirm it with another source and then probably a third source. That's real journalism. And shout-outs to William Alicia, man. Has he been breaking much news actually on the new HMG group? I haven't seen much from him. Constantly. I haven't. Always. Yeah. He has? Dude, I haven't you're noticed. talking about someone. What am I supposed to say? No, he hasn't broken anything. Don't subscribe to HMG. <laughs> no, no, no. He's he, he's on HMG, obviously, but he doesn't. I know do that. So why are you asking these terrible questions? Will's the man, and uh, anything Absolutely that needs to be man. broken well, is broken by Will. Let's, let's put it right. that way. That's it. No, I've just haven't really noticed him lately. That's all. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. Why are you burying the guy? Why do you hate Will? I'm Sith? not. I know, right? Me. He's one of my boys, man. Get, hey, get Will. Here, hey, Will. Listen, from from the rest of us here, we're sorry for Jimmy. Okay, no. sorry about his nonsense. If, if he's one of your boys, you need a different crew. At least you know who the weak oh, link wow. is in, in your in your crew. You know the snitches. You know who's in the book. You know who's talking to the book of Hobbs. <laughs> I don't know how that's snitching, but whatever. I mean, you can both you, eat you a just dick. He's Straight up for me. Lazy. I never said that. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. That's what you're saying. All right, anyway, well, I'll see you. He's great. Moving on. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, next, though, we see, speaking of moving on, we got Ozzy Open defeating Ethan Page and Brother Zay. Uh, uh, or Brother uh, Z or Zay, whatever you want to call him. What, uh, what, this was... What, uh, what was it for again? The Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship. Oh, right. When was Ethan Page and Brother Zay a tag team before? Well, no, they were never, Jeff. Never. Uh huh. And so the answer to how many matches, tag team matches, they've won together in any organization, let alone Ring of Honor, is also the same. It would be none. None. Yeah. Yes. So what have they done to deserve Ring of Honor tag team championship title contention matches on national TV? I have an answer directly from from Brother Zay. Okay. An answer directly from him. Ah! That's what I thought, too. That, what the hell happened to Commander Salamander? Yeah, the, the, so this, this match had no reason, made no sense. And the, the funny, the only thing that was funny is that Brother Zay came out in a cowboy hat, looking even gayer than Hangman Page does, and came out and tried to, like, pump up the crowd. Going, I thought you all are Nashville. And everyone's like, shut up, get out of here. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Nashville is not what people think it is. It is. It is an actual city. Like if you go to Nashville, it's it's a real city. It's in the South. There are still some country music fans, but like, they're not that. They're not like that. The, the cowboy from the village people dress more like a real cowboy than Brother Zay did. I mean, the, 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 the people from Nashville let, let them know exactly what they thought about this team, which was nothing. And that's all. That, that's all I'm gonna say about that for now. This was this was, this was terrible. What a what a terrible terrible match this was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just glad. I'm, I'm just glad we're uh, we're reviewing. Uh, I'm just glad we're, we're we're able to review Ring of Honor Uncaged or Ring of <laughs> Honor Rampage. 
Uh, hey, Uncaged. you know what? Rampage of Honor. That's that's what the hey. that's what the show's called. And uh, and here here at HMG, we do Uncaged to review Rampage of Honor. <laughs> Maybe we should change the show name to Rampage of Honor if if we get consistent Ring of Honor. I mean, come on. They keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, after the match, though, boys, we do get a promo from Davis and Fletcher. As a matter of fact, they cut they cut a pretty much a heel promo on MJF and Adam Cole after the match is over. Fletcher says MJF and Cole will never hit a kangaroo kick in their lives, and they probably won't. Davis's hips are painful. Watching him walk is like watching my. 79-year-old uncle try to make it across the room. Chris? You you almost want to put him down like an old dog that just can't move anymore. And you're like, man, I don't I don't know. He's starting to get hurt. He's starting to hurt himself walking up and down the stairs. You know, like, is it really worth it anymore for him? So, yeah. It's, it's like I imagine that's what Neanderthals look like when they're when their hips went bad. They And they sounded like that and they looked like that. Ugh, ugh. Oi! That was his promo. Literally, he yelled "Oi" a bunch of times. Well, I can. My yeah. uncle could do that too. Oi! Oi! <laughs> <laughs> Your oi is different than their oi. You, you know what's right? funny? Yeah, it's just evolution. <laughs> you know what? His oi actually is pretty good. Thank you. I'm actually being serious. I know, no, but, actually, but what I'm saying is like say. Jeff's oi is like a Jewish oi, right? Like oi vey, <laughs> right? Like, you know what I, mean? like I, I, I can do any oi. Uh, Oi is my Ballywick. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy for the oi. Yeah. Anyway, fuck. Hebrew, no, Hebrew, guys... Hebrew. Oi, 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 oi. Yeah. Even the tall one sounds like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a high-pitched voice. That's true. He does. He's like, yeah, and I just want to. Oh, and MJF, you're never going to beat us. <laughs> and you'll never tie us to railroad tracks either. Ha, 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 ha. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy! <laughs> oi, oi, oi! <laughs> oh, God. That is pretty funny. I'll give you that. From going, oi, 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 to oi, oi, oi. It's actually quite funny. Anyway, uh, man, what can I say after that? You guys just destroyed these two. I mean... They deserve <laughs> it. Whatever. Well, next we see the Righteous and Stu Grayson say some ominous things making general threats about the damage that will cause in AEW. Uh, does anyone even care, Chris? I mean, do you care? I mean... It's Ring of Honor again. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the three guys in this group, um, what have they done so far that would make me believe that they are capable of doing some damage in AEW? Absolutely nothing. All right, then. <laughs> there's, there's one thing that the righteous did which is really really wonderful for aw and they took Stu grayson away from aew and now he's coming right back listen i like i like vincent i like dutch i like the righteous i think they're an you're being biased though that's why i'm a bit biased vincent was my guest <laughs> on garden of doom the episode is called the horror king so check it out cheap plug there um I like them in Ring of Honor. They had someone other than Stu Grayson with them and, and, and Vita Von Starr as well, and it was more interesting. This is not. Um, but even if I thought it was, what 
hope do I have for them to jump over the thousand other tag teams which are more established, including the kingdom that they're going to put with, you know, Adam Cole, MJF, Roddy Strong, and that whole group, which is adjacent to the Young Bucks and that whole group. So what, what hope do they have to be anything other than other gates of agony? I mean, they have none. They're going to be below Swerve and AR Fox. And there's already House of Black. The acts are basically the same, except one talks more and is in all white, while the other one talks less and dresses in all black with face paint. Aside from that, it's basically the same thing. Yeah, it is. But with Stu AW, Yeah. AEW Ring of Honor. I mean, can we just either have these companies be one and get rid of Ring of Honor at this point? I mean, fuck. No one cares about Ring of Honor anymore. It just doesn't feel like Ring of Honor. It I don't know, man. I think it you mean Rampage is. of Honor. Yeah, but I'm talking about Ring of Honor also. But yeah, Rampage of Honor. It's starting to feel like Ring of Honor and that's a bad thing. Well, after that, though, we see another pre-tape promo, this time with the with the Hardy Boys, for a match against Four. Aussie Open. Four. For the Ring of Honor. For the Ring of Honor. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell, man. Exactly. For the, for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. Oh, God. I, I, mean, I get that the Ring of Honor Tech Team Champions are a big part of the plot story of your zero hour for all in. That doesn't mean anybody is really invested in four or five other teams interested in the Ring of Honor Tech Team Championships. They just want to see what happens between MJF and Adam Cole and how and if they actually blow up or get close to blowing up and who is the accelerant or the decelerant in said possible blowing of upness. They don't care about Aussie Open. They don't care about those titles. And they and the Hardy Boys in 2023 being interested in this doesn't make them more interesting. But if it's going to put the Hardy Boys off of my AW television and onto Ring of Honor, you know, basically paper watch, that, I'm, I'm okay with that. <sighs> Just take Stu Grayson with them. HYI yourself. <laughs> What's up, Media M5? Labrador also says, just waiting two weeks, I will get a title shot. Who? The <laughs> scary dude that you were talking about. Oh, I'm pretty sure the Hardy Boys friend. are going to have a title shot on Dynamite this week for the Ring of Honor Championships because they're trying to make us think these championships are important in the two and a half weeks leading up to All In. It, we're not fooled by this. Chris, are you fooled? No, <laughs> not at all. And in fact, I mean, I watched this this promo and I was just like, okay, first of all, they said, they started by saying, oh, just want to congratulate Brother Ye and, and Ethan for doing a good job. They lost. <laughs> what do you mean congratulate? Fuck. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then yeah, just Jeff Hardy being like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna take those belts and then and then we'll be on the zero hour show against against the champ and, and Adam Cole. And I was like, This is the dumbest like I've seen some dumb shit from the Hardy brothers. This is the dumbest fucking thing I've seen from them in at least a week and a half. I mean, <laughs> you know pretty fucking uh... stupid though. Like, Jesus. Yeah, you saw dumber stuff from them four days ago. I did. That's true. Yeah. 
I'm well, it's like it's like their evil plot is to win the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions to get on Zero Hour. Mm. <laughs> I mean, Tony Khan has got a whole so-called network in Honor Club, right? If he wants extra shows for Ring of Show Honor... Show us then... the numbers or you're lying. Right. <laughs> I mean, he could put as many other shows as he wants on that thing, right? I mean, think about it. You can have Ring of Honor Monday, Ring of Honor Tuesday, Ring of Honor Wednesday, Thursday, every day. And you can do that, but instead he decides to pollute it. Okay, but if he does that, I insist that you and Jeff cover it for HMG. I'm <laughs> oh, just hell no. <laughs> Actually, we're supposed to cover the Ring of Honor show for I HMG. And Jeff, I yeah. know. And, and you, guys, like, no. you guys, you guys, who both like really like talking and really like to be on the shows and everything guys who really like to podcast who really honestly love to do this shit you guys went this is too fucking boring i can't watch this it was brutal man <laughs> like yeah, really watching was. wasn't even fun it really it's was bad it just it just we just couldn't do it man and we I also agreed to it. it was just I, I think i also quit mlw just just so everyone knows <laughs> I don't know. I just why don't think you, I can you do did it anymore. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Media Info says, I don't want to hear y'all talk more AEW. Oh, but wait, talk, there's more useless stuff. Talk, talk, talk ice, ice cream. cream. <laughs> Sold. Ice cream. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Wow. Favorite would be maple, like maple walnut. Like, you know, it's probably my favorite. It's good ice cream. I love caramel, man. See, yeah. last and night pistachio, pistachio gelato, pistachio ice cream's good. Yeah, is nice. Yeah, so I went to Cold Stone and they have something called the b banana uh, caramel crunch, and it's delicious, delicious. But what I do is I have them add peanut butter to it and then put whipped cream on it, and sometimes white chocolate chips also. And sometimes I also put walnuts and the almonds. It's so good. Oh my god, I got the largest size. Oh, mm. oh, it was good. And then last week I, I had the strawberry ice cream. I had the bananas in it and fudge and whipped cream and walnuts and pecans. Uh, all right, Jeff. What? What, what did all Mike right, do right. that he thinks he's he we're mad at him? I have him no for? idea. I it's have no service. idea. Oh no. Uh, let's see. Of edge, but I had to say what I had to say and I've been saying it for a year. I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. Nope. Nobody thought you were <laughs> mad at us, Mike. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you want to repeat yourself... Now I'm worried. Or you don't, why are you mad? yeah. Why am I mad at us? Yeah. Well, why yeah. aren't it's... <laughs> Speaking of mad, though, I don't know why this match even happened next, but it's Sammy Guevara defeating Jean Cruz from Puerto Rico <laughs> in an absolute squash match. I mean, how old was this guy? 45, Chris? I don't know. This this was just indicative of how completely useless this fucking show is from an AEW perspective. I don't want to review Ring of Honor. I just don't. I don't give a shit about Ring of Honor. I don't I don't want to be on the show. When you guys asked me about Ring of Honor, my response was there's no fucking way I'm watching that show. Like from the jump, my fucking reaction was there's no fucking way I'm watching that show with you guys. Like, I love you guys. I love HMG. I want to help out with things. I am not watching Ring of Honor. That is not fucking happening. Okay? Could have been four shows, but we're like, nah. And yet, here I am reviewing Rampage of Honor. And 
The only <sighs> AEW anything that was on here, the only AEW talent who was on here that was even worth talking about was basically the women tonight and Sammy Guevara. And what was Sammy doing? He was having a squash match against some guy from Puerto Rico. Right. Cool. And you asked how old he was? Nobody knows because he doesn't have a picture ID. <laughs> they literally scraped some guy off the streets. Yeah. And he was in the sixth no match out. of the evening. And, and Sammy Guevara got barely any reaction. And the only reason I know he's supposed to be a face now is because he went to the crowd and helped a kid, you know, let his, his sign on poster board be shown that said, I'm 12 today. Aside from that, that I would have no idea whether he's a face or heel. John Cruz, ladies and gentlemen, let that sink in. Oh yeah, like John it Cruz. said, like it said that on his non-ID. It, it's uh, he probably said, taking me on a cruise. Is that John Cruz in the ring? There you go. Off you go. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, man! I mean, he looked like an old midget. Just Off saying. you go. You know how to fall on your back, right? See, see, you'll say, you, you entiendo, you entiendo. True story, that guy was oh, Peter yeah. Dinklage's stunt double in Game of Thrones, and he hasn't had work since. Uh, anyway, that's His nose John looked Cruz. pretty good for, for being Dinklage's uh, stunt double. Same. Uh, he's just a little guy with the name John Cruz. Anyway, we move on next, guys, because we go from Cruz to Rose, as Nala Rose reminds everyone how dangerous she is in the pre-tape. No, no. She she's the most dominant oh, sorry, former champion. She, as right. far as I can tell, she's lost almost every single match she's had, except for the one, um, the one squash match she would have immediately after they dust her off and have her have a title match for no apparent reason on another major show. So she's probably won. She's probably gone like three and thirty-six on shows that I've seen recently. I'm sure her and Marina Shafir won a lot of tag team matches on YouTube shows that nobody watched. But she's I'm terrible. Sure she did. And what and what what good could come out of trying to re-push her? Forget about what anyone thinks about him, her, this, that, the other thing. She's not a good wrestler. She's never gotten nope. over as a face or a nope. heel. They already did. so so why revisit this same mistake again? They've signed a million people. Try to push some of the other ones, see if something works. I mean, I don't even care if someone I like. Like, pull Abaddon or something out of that. Try Kiara Hogan. I don't care. See how it works. <laughs> and and listen, like, what Jimmy said about this promo, well, I mean, that's not what she said in her promo, that she's the most dangerous in the AEW women's division. But she actually literally is the most dangerous member of the AEW women's division because she injures people because she's fucking terrible at professional wrestling. And, and, I, and what else? Why? There's another no, reason why. Just because she's terrible, that's enough. That's enough. I don't care. <laughs> I on. don't care what Nyla Rose wants to consider himself, herself, their self. <laughs> it doesn't she matter self. to me. It doesn't matter to me at all. I do not care. I will refer to to her as just her, if that's what she wants. Just say it I will refer Get to out of your system. Just say, just say it. We know you want to say it. Just do it. Just do it and be done. It's him. Okay. okay. There you All go. right. Well, she you has a penis flap, which is strange. But um, but anyway, Nyla Rose is a terrible performer because every single time she spends any time in the ring, she injures the people she's in there with. Or he injures, or they injure, or I don't really give a fuck what injures. Whatever it is, 
Nyla Rose is not a good professional wrestler because they are constantly injuring the people that they are in the ring with. That is true. Uh, but nevertheless, we will see him, I mean, her again shortly. Uh, like you guys also said, why? I we mean, don't know. In years, they have not given up on this person. I mean, you have Taya Valkyrie, which you've pretty much given up on. You have Mercedes Martinez, I guess. I mean, there's there's a million... Thunder Rosa, there's a, there's a whole bunch of female wrestlers that we've seen and forgotten about that are somewhere on this roster that they've given up on, and, and yet they never give up for a long time on Nyla Rose. I don't understand it. Jeff, you can read this one. Jeff, what's sad when she was on Indies Wrestling for my friend's promotion, which is where she was singed from, she was a much better performer. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need a translation, people. Signed. <laughs> okay, still. Okay, so Jeff, what's sad? What's uh, sad? Is when she was on Indies wrestling for my friend's promotion, which is where she was signed from. She was a much better performer. Wait, but it's where she was signed from, question mark. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm helping. You asked for a translation. Sure? Okay. You asked for a translation, Jeff. Okay, right. it's true. You're right, I did. So that it, it, that was a, that's an explanation point or a period. That's where she was signed from. It's not yes. where she was signed from. No, yes, it's where she, she was, was a much better. From. So she's gotten worse. Oh, that's what we say. Do you, Jeff, do you know what's sad when she was on the Indies with my friends promotion? Where was she was she was better then than she is now. You, you know, you know what? I believe you. Um, I, I don't know the difference. I really don't. But but there have been plenty of women who have gotten better and then regressed over the course of their AWR. Ty, Con Ty Mello is one of them. Uh, uh, Britt Baker is one of them. There, there's been a bun the bunny. Anna Jay got better, then got worse again. So I, I fully accept that, that, uh, that Nyla Rose may have been better and got worse. And you know what? When you're getting paid a lot of money to work very little, you don't have a lot of incentive to, to work hard. It's only about your pride. And when someone's telling you you're great, then you're already prideful. Why, why would you think anything different if everyone's telling you you're, you're doing a great job and everything is unicorns and rainbows? So, yeah, okay. I, I understand. I'm, so, I'm sorry. It, it, uh, I, I truly did not understand what you were trying to say, but I think I got it right. I understand your point. <laughs> you guys are characters. Anyway, Chris, it's time. It's time for... It's time for the main event. <laughs> yippee kaye to that because we did finally even, get to the... did they even give us a mark no. henry this week no they didn't right no mark henry. actually actually they did they i did. didn't see him he, he was there he was actually there believe it or not i don't blame you for not noticing because you can watch this show and just not notice anything to be honest i mean that's sort of how the show is to notice work. these things though <laughs> right <laughs> it is but doesn't matter the point is i don't blame you even if you didn't but anyway, it is time for the main event. It is Hikaru Shida and Sky Blue versus Tony Storm and Ruby Soho. Uh, this, uh, you know what? This was the match of the night for me, not the Commander Salamander Phoenix match. And I actually didn't mind it. I, I mean, it wasn't too bad. I thought Sky Blue was actually quite good in this match for the first time in a long time. Jeff, tell me if I'm telling lies. You know, th th this match was fine. This match was pretty good, uh, and you know, the, you know, the and the the woman with the title 
her team won, which is what's supposed to happen, which is what we were complaining about, or I was complaining about on Smack Attack, which didn't happen on SmackDown. The women with the title, their team lost. Now they still did the beatdown as heels are supposed to do, and the heels did the beatdown afterwards as heels are supposed to do. I mean, and it was the same thing. It was, you know, the spray paint was evolved and it's been working less and less. But actually I think all four women worked hard in this match and they and they made their stuff look pretty good. Uh, I'm not sure they're all great wrestlers, but Soraya was doing what she was supposed to. She's being an irritant and and sometimes physically involved in the match. Um, they were selling for the most part. Most of the moves hit. They worked pretty well together. I mean, they should. They've been doing versions of the same match for the last seven months. Um, but yeah, I have no problems with this match. This was definitely the best match of the night. It was unnecessary, but at least it was part of the AEW canon, and it means something leading into... All in, if you want to say it means something. I mean, I don't think it added or takes away from the match any. But yeah, as a match by itself, it was, it, was, it was fine. And definitely the match of the night. And might have been the women's match of the week. Maybe. Chris, do you agree? Uh, so far, yep. Unless they do something, uh, unless they're able to do something on Saturday that's better, then yeah, I'm going to say that was the... That was the women's match of the week. Um, last week, I want to say that they had something pretty good, actually, on uh, Collision. Don't remember what the match was now because I am... and Yeah, right. That was a really, really good match. So, um, yeah. Hey, if they have something else on Saturday that's that good, then it'll probably it'll probably be the second best women's match of the of the week. But still, I mean, pretty good, pretty solid match. I like this. There were certainly some some performers in here who I think. You know, if you've got a women's division, you could sign them and have them be on your television. So it was good. Um, as far as do I think that they could have done more with it? Absolutely. I think that you could have. You should have. At some point, you're going to need to have a situation where Tony Storm and Soraya are both kind of looking at the belt or something like, I want that belt. Well, I want the belt, too. So there needs to be at least a little bit of problems there. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense, uh, especially why heels would get along so well going into a match that's for the singular women's championship that they're both involved in. Uh, they could have done something with that. They should have done something with that. They better do something with that before All In. Um, but it won't really shock me if they don't either. My expectations are pretty low uh, for most of AEW. That's not collision. So as far as that goes... This was a good match. Uh, they got about 20% out of what they could have got here, but 20% actually, that, isn't zero. That's a really good point that they didn't tease any tension or jealousy or rivalry between Soraya and Tony Storm over the belt. The only other nitpick I have for this is, well, one is that I didn't come up with that, that uh, thought process uh, on, on the show. Uh, the other is that during the commentary, um, they mentioned again that Tony Storm is going through some sort of a breakdown and a crisis, and there was absolutely no evidence whatsoever in her physical appearance, her physical makeup, her wardrobe, or her performance to support that. Show Which, don't tell. Exactly. I mean, I, 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 and we liked it. We liked, you know, the, the first two iterations, especially the first one. The second one, we gave her the pass because maybe it's part of the breakdown. But the third time, I'm like, what are they talking about? And now it's a fourth time. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? She looks she looks great. She's acting great. What, what What's going on here? I mean, she doesn't look like a, a homeless mad woman. She looks like freaking Marilyn Monroe who can kick ass. What are you talking about? 
Yeah, I think we're expecting way too much, Jeff, when it comes to the hot mess style of character that we thought maybe. I mean, listen, I think I speak for all of us. If we could get the male version of it, we should all have a breakdown like she's having a breakdown. <laughs> that sting. I bet you. Especially no, with the joke if she was if she was doing if she okay, what what we got from Sting last week is exactly what we should be getting from Tony Storm right now. That like slightly unhinged, like, okay, what's going on here? Because you're starting to sound a little crazy. That's actually what we should be getting from her. And in this match, we should have got it from her some more, where she's, you know, at some point, you know, maybe after the match, th- this would have been a really good way to 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 push that and you know the angle that I was talking about. After the match, there's a beatdown. Uh, they're beating up the champ or whatever. She's pounding on she's pounding on the champ, just fucking giving her the gears. And then you have Soraya be like, "Hey, calm down." And then you have her turn around like she's gonna hit Soraya because she's so unhinged, right? And oh my God, Tony Storm, she's she's clearly lost her mind after losing this after losing her world championship. She doesn't even recognize friend from. Whoa! You know what I mean? Like, there's a thousand different ways that you can do that, and they just they get five percent of of what they could get out of everything, and it's frustrating. Yeah, they could. You could book the unhinged the unhingedness as a reason why Tony Storm didn't get the belt, or why Soraya took advantage of something because Tony Storm's having like a little shift. Yeah. Like, like she dyes half of her hair green and black but the other half is blue like she's you know, she wears weird face mate paint like plaid in her color in their colors but she's still but they're still like not exactly sure what's going on with her they don't they're doing nothing there's zero creativity and tony has said say that she's unhinged she's having a breakdown he's like all right she's unhinged she's having a breakdown but there's not there's nothing else there and i i don't i don't get it because this actually it not only makes sense with your story but it helps your booking. It helps your out. It helps you decide how one person wins. Even if it's the surprise, Tony Storm wins and Soraya doesn't. It's because Tony Storm is so crazy. She has no friend from foe. She knocks everyone the fuck out. You know, or she gets herself disqualified. Whatever. It, it, it can help you in your booking. And they don't help themselves because they don't believe in stories. They just believe in exhibition matches and pretending they're stories. Which is a, a, a harsher way of saying the same thing Bully Ray said earlier this week. Yeah. Not a booker. He's a matchmaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spot on. Well, boys, I think we can take it home. Uh, I think. I mean, that covers everything. I mean, unless there's something else we need to talk about before we take it home. Is there good, anything else? Yeah. I'm cool. Nothing. Nothing to report. Well. Well, in that case, Jeff, tell them where they can find you. On Twitter at IcarusFellMD. If you're watching the show, you already know where you can find me on the HMG and the PWC. You probably know that uh, I also have another show on the PWC called Hammerlock Hangover with Big Daddy Cool Esteban Pineapple. Um, and uh, if you've seen the PWC and HMG, you probably know that I have two non-wrestling shows called Garden of Doom and Garden Views. But I guess I'll tell you one more time. But I already told you earlier about Garden of Doom with Vincent, the Horror King episode. Uh, but Garden of Doom is basically paranormal, occult, and, uh, and a variety of stuff which is a little bit woo-woo and out there and mythology and things like that, where Garden Views tends to be a little bit more earthbound and topical legal business science, uh, more straight geopolitics rather than did Atlantis conquer the world, which is in the jurisdiction Garden of Doom. But yeah, you can find every, all of my stuff between PWC and Garden and uh, HMG. So, yeah. <laughs> You're funny, Jeff. Oh, and before I take it to you, Chris. Someone needs to write me a better script. I just don't even know what to say. <laughs> It's all good, Jeff. Keep being you, man. 
but but I'm sure you do <laughs> anyway um before I pass it on to Chris what was your letter grading for the show oh Jesus Christ E minus is that too is that too good no that's about right I was gonna give it a D it's about an F, you know but I mean. the last, I mean, he minds. It should be an F in many ways, but anyway, Chris. Yo. Tell him where they can find you, man, and letter rating for the show. All right, well, uh, letter grade, yeah, I'm going to go with Jeff's here. Uh, it's a D minus. It's uh, you just barely don't fail because you gave me, like, a decent women's match, but, like, when one decent women's match is the best thing that I can say about your show... We got problems. Uh, we got some serious issues, if that's the only nice thing I can say about the show. Um, where can you find me? Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at ChrisAms1. You can go there and uh, you can see everything that I have to say about politics, pro wrestling, and anything else that comes to my mind. Uh, you can find me right here on ChannelAttitude.com and Hameen Media Group. Um, specifically, especially tomorrow, that's Sunday, at 10 o'clock uh, Central Standard Time. Uh, every Sunday at 10 o'clock Central Standard Time, after the collision, we sift through the wreckage. Uh, wreckage. The wreckage, that's right. Uh, we'll be there tomorrow to tell you everything that happened uh, tonight on Collision, and we'll, we'll review it, we'll talk about it, and uh, we'll break it all down. Um, other than that, you can find me on the PWC Network, um, where we have a bunch of other shows, uh, specifically the one that I love the, the one that I love dearest, the first and best, as far as I'm concerned still, uh, the Wednesday Night Skirmish. Uh, great show. And, uh, yeah, you can also find me, like I said, I, I'm guesting on a bunch of other things uh, this week. Uh, I'm guesting on uh, on the Impact Attack, so uh, go there to listen. That'll be Monday at 8.30 uh, p.m., and uh yeah that'll be great i'm looking forward to that looking forward to reviewing that with brandon so that's pretty much it for more ah beautiful looking forward to it and if you want to follow me you can on the twitter or the x whatever it is at dj mass effects and you can follow us also at the pwc network please like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com where for five bucks you get the best talk in all of pro wrestling and also hamimedigroup.popping.com with where we have all our affiliate shows and the pwcnetwork.popping.com for all our shows. In saying that, I am Jimmy T, that is Chris Ams, and that's Dr. Jeff Lippman, and you've been listening and watching the HMG Rampage Uncaged show right here on channelattitude.com, and we're out. See yous. Olay. Stay with my friends. <laughs>